Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. So I have a provocative question for Ooh, you. Okay. Are you a terrorist? Uh, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like someone who uses violence against people and it scares them to push their political views? No, not that. Uh, not that I am aware of. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, I don't think for a second. No, uh, no. We've talked about the non-aggression principle before, and I'm a huge believer in that. So unprovoked attacks aren't really my thing. Not really your jam. <laughs> it's not okay. not all really right. my jam. <laughs> all right, all right. Now. What if I told you that, according to the government, some of your political beliefs would put you into domestic terrorist territory? I'd say that's pretty terrifying, actually. Terror words, terrorist <laughs> territory. That's terrifying. Terrifying. Well, let's okay back up a minute before we dive into this and talk about what a terrorist is. We've talked before about 9-11. A lot of the young kids have had to learn about it because they you know, certainly didn't live through it. There's been uh, other episodes as well when there have been uh, attacks involving terrorism. Uh, interestingly, many of them in the years since have, or, or attempts at terrorism have been uh, solved by the FBI. I think we may have mentioned this in a past episode. There have been many cases of, of potential domestic terrorism solved by the FBI, except the FBI was involved all along in providing the money and the supplies to push this poor idiot kid into committing a terrorist act that the FBI swoops in and solves and pats Are you thinking of the, the shoe back. bomber specifically? Oh, there's that, many. Are there's there, okay. Thousands. Yeah. Glenn Greenwald talks about this all the time. There's, there's been a bunch of them. And, um, and so there's been lots of instances of actual terrorism, frankly, but nine 11 is the, the easiest one. Of course, you know, people blew planes into buildings and buildings fell. And of course there's, you know, theories about all that kind of stuff, which is always a fun debate, but, I would say that, you know, we're living in pretty strange times, which I think is fairly obvious to most of our <laughs> listeners. But as the country's become more politically divided, the government has turned against its own people and decided that they too can become terrorists. So it's not just, you know, Muslims from the Middle East or cave dwelling, you know, uh, Al Qaeda fighters who were trained by Russia in the 1980s. Like it's not just this foreign thing. Now it's this idea that there can be and is what's called domestic terrorism or homegrown terrorism. In other words, you know, people who grew up from you down the road and went to your elementary school and they go to your church, but then they become radicalized and they, you know, try and blow up a bank or, you know, whatever. And so that's this idea of domestic terrorism or homegrown terrorism. But the definition, the, the problem is the definition has changed so drastically that people now use the label. And when I say people, I mean people in government. And, <laughs> people in government now use that label of domestic terrorist to, uh, and they apply that label to people based not on what they've done, but on what they think, right? And so, um, Take someone who objects to COVID lockdowns and thinks that that's you know a, a bad thing for the government to do. Well, they get labeled by people as a threat to national health. Suddenly, they're a potential domestic domestic terrorist if they are preventing people from being safe. If they're trying to be reckless and infect a lot of people, um, you know, it's troublesome 
that people who have a certain political opinion can be labeled as a terrorist. Like you're trying to inflict terror. You're trying to make people scared, you know? And so now it's not just your actions can be dangerous. It's that there are certain ideas that the government deems dangerous. We talked in a past episode about China and the social credit score and the censorship. And, you know, for a communist government, there are many uh, ideas like Tiananmen Square that we talked about that are dangerous, right? Truth is treason in an empire of lies we talked about from Ron Paul. And so with, with COVID and this idea that I'm giving where people who, who think that we shouldn't have lockdowns or whatever, right? There are people who see that idea as dangerous, the idea that the government shouldn't lock down or shouldn't have forced vaccines and all these things. They see that idea as dangerous because, oh my gosh, if that idea was infectious and if it caught on and if many people believe that, we would be unsafe. Therefore, your ideas make you a domestic terrorist. Brittany, do you have another example of this? Yeah. So Emma and I touched on this briefly a couple episodes ago. We talked about how uh, parents and teachers are kind of at odds right now because teachers and people on school boards and government officials are saying parents shouldn't be allowed to talk or to give direction and decide what their kids should be learning in public school. And parents are saying, uh, were there parents? Like we should absolutely be giving input into what our kids are learning into public school. And this went into a big debate. Uh, and I talked about something called critical race theory, where teachers are teaching kids that basically they're responsible for things, their ancestors that maybe they never even knew did, or not even their ancestors, just people who had the same color of, of skin that lived hundreds of years ago. And so a lot of parents are saying, you know, one, that's not very individualist. And two, that's, you know, that's not something we want our kids learning. Well, there are now teachers and like PTA, that's like Parent Teacher Association members that are saying, if you are a, a parent and you are against these things being taught in school, or if you're a parent that wants to control what is being taught in school, you're a domestic terrorist because that must mean you're a racist and you're a white supremacist and therefore you're bad. But it gets so much worse than that, Connor, because uh, what's his name? Garland. What's his first name? I don't know. Is it okay? I can't remember. It, but he he was a he's the new. Oh my goodness! I'm like spacing it right now. He is. I want to say. Okay, he's high up in the government. I'm so sorry that I can't remember his title. Oh, Merrick, yeah, Merrick Garland. Garland. Yeah. There it is. Um. So some teachers were asking him, "Can you please use the Patriot Act?" And Em and I just did an episode on that too. They asked him, "Can you use the Patriot Act to arrest these parents because they're domestic terrorists?" And that is crazy to me. Even worse is that Garland said, you know what? I think that's a good idea. I'm going to look into this. Mm. So now you have parents that are just worried about what their kids are doing that now risk being called domestic terrorists all because they really are questioning. That's all they're doing, what their kids are being taught. And they're saying, we want to have more input. So there's a good uh, advertisement for homeschool. I, for I remember a decade, more than a decade now, Brittany, you and I were involved in uh, helping the Ron Paul presidential campaign. Yes. And uh, and he ran twice, once in, well, three times, technically. Three times, a, yes. Libertarian long ago, but in 2008 and then um, 2012. And you'll remember this story that uh, it was, I think, just after or during the 2008 campaign, there was a police report in Missouri um, that came out and it branded supporters of Ron Paul as militia influenced terrorists and so it was this idea if you support this presidential um you know campaign this candidate then you're influenced by the militia movement and that means you're a radical and you're a right-wing extremist and you're a threat 
like like this is the government. This is this the police. It's from the Missouri Information Analysis Center. It's this kind of secret police office. And they had this report where they're trying to kind of describe what the threats are. They're not looking at, you know, uh, people from the Middle East flying planes into buildings. They're looking for who are the people here living among us? Who are the threats? You know, who are the the subversive, you know, crazy people whose ideas might lead to, you know, conflict and, and problems? And so they're trying to, like, look under every rock and find, you know, who who the new problems are. And they've put the spotlight on Ron Paul's support. Yes. Give me a break. Like, it was just so ridiculous. But it shows that that this label of domestic terrorism, when the definition expands, when they start being very kind of fast and loose with who a terrorist actually is and whether terrorism is like, you know, blowing people up or just posting a blog post with a crazy idea, right? Like, good heavens, like under that latter definition of just sharing ideas, like all the founding fathers were terrorists. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I feel like, Brittany, I feel, I feel like terrorism is in the eye of the beholder. And what mm, I mean yeah. by that is, is it's different depending on your point of view. So King George absolutely thought that the Col- uh, colonial, uh, you know, constitutional convention and all these delegates and everyone, they, he thought they were radicals. He thought they were terrorists. The people, the Boston Tea Party, absolutely. Right. But from the perspective of the people actually involved, they were freedom fighters. They were defending their home. They were fighting oppression from the British Redcoats. Same thing in the Middle East. Like, I, I know of maybe three people ever who have taken the time to read the letter from Osama bin Laden, where he explains why he was involved in the 9-11 attacks. And, and it was like this open letter, but like hardly anyone published it or talked about it. But here he was stating his views. Doesn't mean you have to agree with them. Doesn't mean you have to sympathize with them. None of that. But my heavens, like if, if someone is saying, here's why I was involved in this terrorist act, like wouldn't we at least try and understand why or like, you know, read and, and see what they're even saying. And so when it's, you look it's so scary. <laughs> yeah. And so when you look at the events of 9-11 and other kind of terrorist attempts and, and fighting, you know, the, the United States Army and, and military in the Middle East and all these things, when you certainly from the perspective of like George W. Bush, who was president at the time, it's like these are our, all terrorists and they're the, the axis of evil, you know, and we good imitation. Thank you. I was, <laughs> I'm not good at imitation. So I was trying. <laughs> I'm not like Will Ferrell. I think he had like the, the best he had a good one. imitation ever. But, you know, if you're someone like George W. Bush and all his buddies, you see all those actions and actors as not actors like like anyways, that's a bad word uh, or wrong word to use for kids to understand what i meant Uh, the people involved in these actions right you see them as terrorists but when you read what osama bin laden says where he's like your military has been on our sacred you know soil and you are oppressors and in past decades in you know iraq and iran and all these countries in the middle east you've been you know toppling governments which which the united states has the united the cia toppled the government in Iran decades ago and installed a new puppet, a new, uh, it's called the Shah, this leader of the government who was ruthless. Not that the previous guy was amazing, but it was someone that the people supported that went through this kind of democratic process. The CIA came in and got the Shah installed. 
horribly brutal. They, they kidnapped Americans as hostages. There was this big hostage crisis, right? All these things. It's not just like, oh my gosh, some planes flew into some buildings and, you know, <laughs> what, woe is me. We were unprovoked. It's like, well, no, when you look at what Osama bin Laden's saying, there's at least some reasoning. There's at least some explanation for like, we're fed up with what you guys are doing. So from their perspective, they're kind of the freedom fighters in their view, right? When a drone from the United States government drops a bomb and kills a bunch of kids and the dad who was at work and comes home to that sees what happened, do you think he's going to like sing the Star Spangled Banner? Nope. <laughs> right? And so now, now he might be motivated to fight back and and you know, shoot at some American soldiers. Again, not condoning it, not saying that he's right or whatever, but explaining that people have different perspectives. And when you lose your children to this military that's occupying your country, you probably see them as the oppressors and the terrorists Then you're trying to defend your family. And so, and of course, we talk about some of this in the Golden Rule uh, book uh, about blowback and, and, uh, this kind of cycle of, of revenge and so forth. But anyways, going back to the point of our topic, Brittany, it's that when you say someone's a domestic terrorist, right, it's really just the per perspective of someone from the Missouri Information Analysis Center, whatever, the police, the government, right? Sure, they probably see Ron Paul's ideas or people who support the Constitution or believe in liberty. They see those ideas as a threat because they kind of are to people who are like very controlling and, you know, want to preserve power, just like King George saw it as, uh, you know, a threat. But that doesn't mean that it's actually terrorism. It just means that that term is really being abused and it's a matter of perspective. What are your thoughts, Brittany? No, I think that's absolutely right. And I think it's a dangerous road to go down. And there's one organization that's really bad at this, Southern Poverty Law Center, who yeah. you hear the name and you're thinking like, well, that sounds lovely. You know, Every, you know, the poor people need a law center too. That is not what they do. Um, their whole oh. job is to literally cry wolf and call everybody a terrorist. Everybody on who's right of center, meaning not necessarily that they're Republicans, but they're anybody who's not, you know, a leftist. They have just declared that they're all white supremacists. In fact, somebody that Connor and I know and respect, Judge Napolitano, he's on that list as a domestic terrorist. I think Ron Paul might be on that list, or at least his followers are on that list. So it's crazy to me because if you just if you think different than somebody, you're a terrorist. It's not even like, oh, we have different opinions. It's we have different opinions, therefore you are an evil person. So I think it's terrifying. I think we're gonna see a lot more of this, unfortunately. I think with COVID too, people are are really just prone to pointing fingers and saying, you know, you're you're trying to kill everybody because you're not vaccinated or you're doing this. So I think it's scary and I think it's going to keep happening. I think you're right. We got to be careful because, um, again, I, I just love that quote from Ron Paul where he says, truth is treason and an empire of lies. When, when you have an empire, when you have control, right, they don't like the truth. They don't like individualism. They don't like freedom. They, they see these ideas as threats. So of course they're going to call it, you know, domestic terrorism. They're going to try and make it look bad. They're going to assert their power and try and, you know, maintain their power. But those of us who do believe in freedom and who do believe in truth and are fighting for these ideas, we got to recognize that we might be branded in that negative way and we just got to be prepared for it. So I, I still, Brittany, one of my goals is to get the Southern Poverty Law Center to brand me as a terrorist. That's when I know I will have achieved success in life is when I'm so, <laughs> so, you know, big or successful or whatever that I hit their radar and they say mean things about me, then I'll consider that a, 
a badge of honor because there's crazy people out there like that. So guys, uh, show notes page, tuttletwins.com slash podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. Thank you for listening. We got a lot of awesome content in store for the next few episodes. So stick around. Make sure you're subscribed. Brittany, great as always talking to you. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.